Hi there, I'm Jolyn McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering this week's questions, we have with us Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pizzani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Jolyn. Hey, Jolyn. Okay, Phil, our first question is from Dr. Dan in Colorado. Is this China's Lehman moment? No, not at all. Um, <clears throat> first of all, uh, China has seen incredible weakness uh, for quite some time now. You know, about a little bit over a year ago, the Chinese central government started to decide that they didn't want to be as capitalistic as they were and start really, uh, you know, she, uh, Chairman Xi really leaned in towards uh, the Communist Party, maybe perhaps uh, uh, getting ready for his third term. Uh, so really turned inward towards the party, really started looking at some of the education companies, the big tech companies and cracked down on some of their practices uh, more uh, communistic uh, type of markets than capitalistic, certainly. In uh, this latest uh, round of, of, of what can go wrong, right, uh, Evergrande Group, uh, which is the largest uh, land uh, you know, construction builder in China, they have housing, commercial housing, real estate uh, in every province, um, really went on a construction binge. And uh, it got so bad, now they find themselves about $300 billion in debt and practically insolvent. Got so bad that they were paying uh, contractors, uh, they were paying even real estate people with apartments in their buildings. Uh, these, most of them were unfinished. Uh, so they really left a lot of bankruptcies there. Now, why am I not, so am I worried about China? We have been worried about China, right? We've talked about China for quite some time. We've talked about their manipulative practices, their manipulative trade practices. Long term, this is a good win for the U.S. In, in, in the sense that our markets are once again the most efficient, most highly regulated capital markets in the world, okay? When you look at their markets, they're not. When you look at their what they are, uh, the, the CCP is fully in charge. And so they're not going to allow a $300 billion uh, bankruptcy uh, take down their system. But what are they going to have to do? They might have to devalue the yuan slightly, uh, which would definitely you know, help the US dollar. Uh, they may have to spend some extra monies propping up these things, doing workouts, et cetera. So the good news is, no, it's not a Lehman moment. Uh, Lehman had what's called counterparty risk. I trade with Mike, Mike trades with me. What is the risk that Mike brought into this? Yes, there's holders of stock and bonds in the corporate structure, Black Rocks of the world, a few other large funds, uh, index funds that might hold some of these stocks that will be worthless, but they're diversified. They know how to write off losses and, and whatnot. There's no counterparty, major counterparty risk that can take down a system here. Um, the, the other, the bad thing is that, you know, $300 billion bankruptcies, uh, major world powers with credit troubles or with troubles within the system. This doesn't get better in a few trading days. This is here to stay. Uh, you know, we are getting into the week time of the season. Uh, and, um, you know, you have an event that comes out of nowhere like a black swan. No one, you know, not a lot of people heard uh, of Evergrande Group uh, before this. So uh, this is going to take a little bit of time to work out, but maybe it coincides with the calendar and, and what's to be expected anyway. Um, Again, uh, overseas markets, especially you know, on the emerging side, especially China, 
you want to be very, very careful with what you own over there right now. Uh, this is going to take some time for a workout. Um, but we, you know, all summer long, we thought we saw a lot of complacency in the markets. Uh, and we expected to see a little bit of a pullback. And I think Mike's question will get that in, into that a little bit more. Mike. Yeah, and I know you're we're running a little bit long on this question, but I just want to add two really quick things. I think you hit the contagion thing kind of on the head. Um, the fact of the matter is that Evergrande's bonds were trading at 30 cents on the dollar on Friday. So this isn't like a Lehman moment where they trade at 99 cents on the dollar on Friday and they're bankrupt on a Monday. People yeah. did see this coming. This was kind of expected. The one real negative that you could see coming from this is that in the financial pre-financial crisis, U.S. real estate amounted to about 13% of our GDP. China's real estate amounts to 25% of its GDP. And there's a lot about China that is kind of a little bit of a black box when it comes to their debt that people don't understand because they lie about a lot of stuff. <laughs> so um, yeah, non-transparent, it worse right? Because people don't necessarily know or fully understand the big picture. Yeah, it's certainly possible. But at the same time, I don't. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think the Chinese regulators let this happen. They were regulating. What do they expect to happen? Somebody, somebody's yeah. going to come under pressure. Yeah. Okay, Mike. The next question does coincide with Phil's. So Chris in New York wants to know, the markets are down now about 4%. Should we be concerned? Well, I think Phil really hit the nail on the head in answering the first question. I think markets sometimes look for an excuse to sell off from all-time highs in the months of September and November. Or, I'm sorry, September and October. Seasonally, you have entered the weakest time period of the year. Um, August can also coincide with a decent amount of volatility, and we kind of saw that too. We also have not had a 5% correction since November of last year during the election. We said this a number of times, but I think people, it's like almost wash, rinse, repeat. People are conditioned for the markets to go up. Markets go down too, and markets correcting off of all-time highs isn't necessarily an unhealthy thing. It can kind of cleanse out some of the speculative holders and allow some sectors and individual names to make better bases so that over the course of time, it allows us to go higher. Um, the one interesting thing about this is that volatility has really exploded again. And when you see volatility jump like it all it has, it, it can be sort of this kind of like episodic move where it's a very short term thing or maybe not. Usually when volatility spikes as much as it has, it's not like a one or two day thing. So I will also take the side of what Phil said that this is probably going to take a little while to sort itself out. But it really very much coincides with a seasonally seasonally weak period. September is the worst month of the year for the S&P 500 and the major averages. So to see a little bit of selling here wouldn't necessarily be that big of a surprise considering economic growth has also inflected and started to roll over a little bit. Delta has surged some, but if economic growth comes in a little bit below expectations this quarter, we might get a little bit of an acceleration into the end of the year. So it could actually set everything up for a decent end of the year after we've basically almost gone up for 12 straight months now without a 5% pullback. So welcome to September. At the half point in June, Mike, as we were telling everybody, uh, we, you know, we talked about pruning. We talked about how the markets were up 20% close to at that point. And uh, you weren't going to have a 40% year, right? So, you know, S&P up, you know, going into this morning, right almost 20 percentage points, you know, you're going to pull back and you're going to backfill and then uh, probably have a strong year end. But don't forget, starting today, right, September 17th, right around now, you're starting the cycle for the worst 20 trading days of the year historically right now. So that's the middle of the time period we're in, and uh, we'll get through it. If you have any questions, please feel free to call your team at Focus Wealth Management, and we look forward to talking to you. Yeah.
Thank you guys for answering this week's questions. If you have a question you'd like to submit, please email us at jmccarthy at focusedwealthmgmt.com. Stay safe and we will see you next week.